Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. Alright, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! Funding is not just about finding the money that you need. Otherwise, if you just need money, there's a lot of people who have money but no ideas that they have that you can approach. But the thing is, you also have to look for a what we call a strategic partner with industry experience and probably strong connections. Factoring should only be used to pay for the production of goods or cost directly related to products being shipped to your store. Take that in mind. Are you having trouble funding your own business or your startup business? Well, in this episode of Retail Fashion Business, we're going to talk about finding the funding to start your business. You ready? Let's do this. Finding your funding to start your business can seem a bit daunting. Imagine if you're going to start your own clothing brand and you only have this little amount to start with your account. Let's say, you know, 5,000 pesos, 10,000 pesos. I don't know. Someone even asked me, what if you only have 1,000 pesos to begin with? Like, mind blown. Well, after all, it's really a crucial part to getting your fashion startup to ground. Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about a few ways wherein you can fund your business and some of this probably number three and number four can be something that you didn't even think about doing you curious about it there are six different ways that i know of that you can fund your startup fashion business but let's talk about the most obvious one first which is your personal funds i have no idea what's inside your bank account or what stuff you can sell to start off your business but number one if you do have a job don't quit your day job just yet if you have dreams of becoming you know the next Jerry Lorenzo or like the owner of Off-White, for example, which most of you guys think. When starting your own business, one of the most practical recommendations is to keep your day job. It's a no-brainer, at least for the initial part, when you're just starting your own fashion business. Start your brand small and try to test the market. You know, release a few shirts here and there. And when the time is right, you can make the leap into running your brand full-time, like you, yourself, and some you know skeletal team that you have until such some, you know, you have your own office space perhaps. While this approach could keep you very busy for the time being, it's fairly stress-free as your financial situation will be stable. You know what they say, when you have a job, you have stability because you know what to expect every 15th and 30th. So now you have the budget to allocate for your funding for your startup business. Does that make sense? Another way with your personal funds can be using your own savings, which is if you have a pool of savings that you can dip into when you're starting your own business. I don't know how much you've saved, but if you've saved enough to start, you know, a few pieces here and there, you might consider quitting your day job and jumping right in or getting your feet wet right away. By using your own savings as the initial startup fund, you can enjoy a lot of freedom because now you have your time all to yourself. And with both you, your time, and your creativity, which is most important. So that's number one, personal funding. Moving on to the second one, which is going to financial institutions. So number one is what we call factoring. Factoring involves working with a financial institution such as usually a bank which actually provides cash advance for you or loans once goods are shipped or invoiced perhaps. So this allows a company to receive discounted payment sooner than later and it can produce more within the same period without avoiding cash 
crunching. Here's a tip. Factoring should only be used to pay for the production of goods or cost directly related to products being shipped to your store. Take that in mind. Another thing you can do with financial institutions is to have a line of credit. You've heard this probably before. A line of credit works in a similar way to a credit card. So you can arrange one through a financial institution. There's a lot of financial institutions that does this. You can Google a few that you can find online and most commonly a bank will set the line of credit for that and with the maximum loan limit that you can do. Well, it really depends on how much money you need to start for your first collection or two. You can access funds from your line of credit at any time making it like a flexible option for you. So that's number two, financial institutions. Number three would be a little tricky because we're going to talk about government funding. Now, this is not too common for a lot of business and most people don't even think about this, but the government can actually fund your business at times. But the thing here is that, well, here's the deal. Certain governments, sometimes our government here in the Philippines, typically we have a certain type of funding schemes. It's, you know, the, the things that you hear now from people running that they're going to give loans for small businesses. They do some funding schemes and loans that support local or startup business of any sort across a variety of industries, including fashion. Usually, this type of funding has some restrictions, of course, and there are certain predicaments attached to it on how the money can be spent. Sometimes, I've heard that you can loan to the government funding only for your raw materials, such as your fabrics, but not on labor and shipping and other things. That's one thing to consider. But it's a given option that you can think of for your business. So that's number three, government funding. Before we proceed to number four, let's talk about interest because all of this has interest. Probably your personal income, of course, there's no interest in that. But I mean, if you leave your money in your bank, there's interest there. With interest, it really depends on the source. Some, if you would think of, you know, going to a loan chart, that's very expensive. But if you're talking to like banks or investors, it really depends on your agreements, which we will talk about in the next one. Number four, I want to talk to you about angel investors, which is one of the things I did for my brand. Angel investor is a wealthy individual who will provide funding for your business in the startup phase. In my case, it was already built for Soulstack. Usually, it's an exchange for ownership, equity, or convertible debt in particular. Typically, their investment will decrease slowly once the company is up and running. So once the company is up and running and it's making money, slowly, from example, from the 100% that the person has loaned you, it will go down to 90, 80, 70 until it's gone. And then you start your profit sharing. A first example of an angel investor would be your immediate family. Your family, for example, and your friends might be able to help by investing money in the early stages of your launch, in your first two collections perhaps. Typically, this type of investment is made to show their love and support for you if they do love you. Rather than making a profit just because they support you and love you, they will lend you some money that they're comfortable to lend without you not being family after six months. So that's number one, friends and family. Number two, we can talk about linked businesses. If you have partners that you are planning to work with or in the initial stages of working with, you could ask them for investment contributions for a certain percentage of ownership for your business. It could be from 1% to as much as 99% 
if you wanted to. But it really depends on you. Or you could ask them for investment contributions, like whatever they'll be comfortable with. These partners might include factories or the suppliers that you have that may be interested in what you're actually doing and maybe even your retail partners. That could be a thing too. That's the link business that I'm talking about. Those that you work with in terms of your manufacturing, those that supply you with raw materials perhaps could be a partner because they understand the business. See what I'm talking about here? These are people that could be interested in your business because they know the business at some point or maybe the retailers. So that's an example of a linked business as an angel investor. Lastly, for angel investors, we'll talk about private equity funds. Private equity funds started by fashion industry executives. You know, the big names of executives of fashion brands, they have those that have private equity funds. What is it? As an example, such as any former fashion CEOs or like formerly a creative director of a big brand that knows and understands the business of fashion. They often seek to invest in small to mid-scale fashion labels in their early stages. If they think your brand has potential, they will go to you and ask, do you need funding for your business? I'm interested because I have a private equity fund that I can release for you to help grow your business. So that's it for angel investor, which is number four. Let's go on to number five, which is crowdfunding. Now, you've probably heard about Kickstarter, perhaps, you know, when you start an idea for a business that you have and you find people to fund it. Well, that's how crowdfunding works. You get a pool of people to invest in your idea or your business and then they help you in turn grow your business because of, you know, their contributions. Crowdfunding provides you a platform for designers to showcase and sell their products to potential customers before it even reaches production. This avoids product being wasted and while allowing the crowd to fund your brand during its startup phase. Now, once your startup brand starts making money in the early phases, now the crowd that has funded it will get their funding back slowly from there. So it takes a while. But that's basically how crowdfunding works. And you could even do that by creating a Facebook group perhaps of potential people that can crowdfund your business. And these are people all over the world. They could be someone that you don't know of or probably your friends. That's probably included in your friends and family as well or outside of your circle of friends and family. So that's number five, crowdfunding. Let's move on to the last one which is very unique probably but people have done this as well which is competitions creating competitions there's plenty of fashion competitions that will offer winning brands or students the funding and the press for their business some of the most recognized competitions target designers who have been working on their labels for quite some time and for a few seasons and already have a retail partner involved like some stockists as we call them it's an idea I mean it's not a common idea but it's something that you can actually do yourself as well. So that's number six, competition. In the end, funding is not just about finding the money that you need. Otherwise, if you just need money, there's a lot of people who have money but no ideas that they have that you can approach. But the thing is, you also have to look for a what we call a strategic partner with industry experience and probably strong connections. And that's one of the reasons why with my brand Solsam, I look for a partner that is helpful and strategic when it comes to industry experience and connections. Most brands become very successful just because of the network of people that they know. It's not how good your designs are or how great you're. Sometimes you'll think of like, wow, my designs are better than that brand. How come they're more successful than I am? It's maybe because of things that you don't see, which are probably angel investors and people who fund their business that has an idea about the business itself. Think about it. Don't just look for partners that you think, you know, has the money, but instead they have the money at the same time they can mentor you or teach you on how you can further grow your business. It may 
maybe from your supplier, your manufacturer, or even your retail partners. It's really up to you. But always be careful about getting the funding for your money because if they do not understand your business, chances are they will ask you where's their investment right away because they don't understand the business that they put their money in. Does that make sense? If it makes sense, let me know in the comment section. And I'll see you again in the next episode of Retail Fashion Business. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and I'll do my best to repost or comment on it. Follow me on Instagram at AntonioGiridBatJr. Leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my YouTube channel, Coach Antonio Aguirre Jr. I'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode. Aight? Peace.